Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. This week we venture out from the studio and we are here at Otis's Cruise Inn. Yeah. And we are sitting here with owner Otis Jeffries. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. And we are sitting here with owner Otis Jeffrey. Uh, he's owned a place for about five and a half years. Yeah. And uh, he's doing live music here. Yeah. And with the... Um, it's a situation in Cleveland right now where there's some places closing down and, and venues that are closing down with live music. We thought we'd best get out here and start promoting some of the venues as well as the bands that we promote and try to get people out here to these venues. Much appreciated. Yeah. And um, I was talking to Otis here for a little while. Otis is also in a couple bands. He's also a musician. Uh, he's in a band called uh, Otis and the Shoreway Saints. That's great. And he's also a knucklehead. Used to be knuckleheads, but they dropped the S. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for uh, letting us come out here and uh, hang out with you today, Thank man. You. Um, so, what do you think about what's been going on around here in, in locally and stuff with the band stuff? You're in bands. You're, you own a bar that plays bands. How do you feel about the, the, oh, the situation? I, I think, you know, the, the pandemic for a lot was a nail in the coffin. Yeah, you know, it was. For a lot of people. Places going away. Couldn't handle it. Got behind all the above you know and not to not to mention i've long felt that america just wants everybody to uh go have some beers at applebee's and yeah uh, some kind know. of a corporate right. more of a corporate place than the local little right. corner bars that, are, that exist Take everywhere all the personality out of everything just like the radio stations where they play only the same songs over and over again <laughs> yeah well that's true um so how did you make it through the pandemic like what was your what do you think your secret recipe was to get through it without we we kind of like went dormant for a minute Oh really? And, um, a, a lot of, went a little bit longer because I I had COVID. And my, I had a rib situation, and it took six months to get better from and come back. So, so we ended up down about a year and four months. Oh really? Yeah. So how 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 do you manage that? I mean, how does that is it just 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 making take a loan out on the house, oh. that kind of stuff like that? You know, I think a lot of people had to do stuff yeah. like that, and and. Kind of like hoping that this thing comes back with a bang because you right. got to make some of that stuff up. Um, how how are you doing the, the the thing as far as the bands go here? You have jam nights and you have open mic nights type things also. Yeah, and then I then a couple band nights over the weekends too. It varies from night to night. I I would like to have it both Friday and Saturday, but during the summer I kind of lay back a little bit because historically I've never done well in the summer. Oh really? Yeah. So so you're doing a jam night Monday night. Yeah. And Wednesday night. Yeah. Those are open mic nights, basically. Yeah, when the open mic night, it's, it's set up a little bit different. It's more of an acoustic thing. Oh. But Monday nights is electric jam night where they can come out and do anything, actually. And you are, and you guys are set up here? Is that how it is? Is, is your band set up here as the house band uh, at the time? For the Blackouts, or, uh, which is G.S. Harper, who's in the knucklehead with me he uh he runs the jam night oh okay so and, so there's uh, everything's here equipment's here and everything yeah, you have a back you just bring a guitar yeah. if you play guitar bring, bring your, your bass. guitar bring your bass and just plug in you guys yep. can play play how, how uh you've been doing that consistently though for uh, uh it fell in my lap they they were at another place and it wasn't working out and it it's, it's worked out for me and, and it seems like mondays are really cool because a lot of the who's who shows up because nobody's got a gig on monday oh yeah right you know, that's so. true it's a good day to do it probably yeah. everybody's kind of kind of gigged so, out for so the, you kind of look around the room and it's like wow so and so is here you know so yes yeah. 
are you bringing in bands pretty diversely? Is there a, a pretty diverse, or is it kind of like, you, are you doing like mostly rock, southern rock? I, I try to do a little bit of everything. I do the rockabilly thing here and there. There's some country acts. Uh, we've had um, um, you know, a couple dead tribute bands. Um, I, at some point, I'd love to do a metal show or a punk show. Yeah. We, we used to do these rockabilly riots where we... Uh, Chris from Madison Crawl used to get like three three other bands with him and whatever and it make an evening out of it and it was like actually really cool a lot of times. So are you are you open to that though? You're open to have I'm, like multiple I'm, bands in I'm here? I'm open to anything. I'm I'm all styles. Like I you know, even bluegrass. I would I would love to have a bluegrass act in here. Yeah, we'd love to have a bluegrass band on our show. Yeah. We're looking for them. They're not finding yeah. you'd think you'd be easy to find, but they're not. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Um so you know, like when I when I'm thinking about like the bars and stuff like that, when I come out to the bars and stuff, like I always thought that there was like there was a recipe to these places, like to, for success, right? There's like beer prices, and prices was always one of them. The barmaids were always another one, right? Like they got right. you got to have good barmaids. Food food helps, but entertainment was everything to me. Like you you if you're gonna do a bar and your bar's gonna be just like every other bar. You're just falling in. You're, how do right. you feel like you're going to make any kind of separation from these other places? Exactly. And that's, that's kind of how I feel like I, I felt like there's just been a decline of that for so long. And I don't have like a lot of good memories of my old man, but the good memories that I do have, would, we, we get a haircut on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd take me to the bar with him. And all of his, you know, the friends or the neighborhood people were all, oh, is this your son? You know, and they're giving me quarters for the pinball machine and buy me pop and don't tell yeah, right. your dad whatever and <laughs> buy you know so there's always another pop there is like you know, yeah right That's, chips and whatever yeah. and just people were really cool and just real accepting the, the neighborhood knew each other that, that's what i that's where i come from and you're kind of trying to like kind of bring that back here right and then and this is and, a, and then add the music as a bonus well yeah you know? well that and that'll keep them here right once yeah. they're here you get the music that'll keep them here but that's it is this is a very much a neighborhood bar i mean yeah. more so than i think a lot of other neighborhood bars this is very much kind of in the neighborhood you know yeah. and so and, th and these these bars that are right down in here and especially this one I, I i've been in this bar i don't even know how many times through decades right you know it's been different names it's been different things but this place has been here forever it's like an icon it's like yeah. a west side you know right so people yeah, the last owners had it for like 13 years yeah i mean i and and you've kept you've kept kind of the feel for it but it just looks much cleaner and nicer and looks much more like refreshed up you know what i mean yeah. it looks looks like you care it looks like you actually cared a lot about it when you when you were opening this place um so is this your is this what you pretty much is this like become your like it's, it's everything? my job right is, now is this yeah. everything though it's is this everything. like your, your hobby everything yeah. so when you own these bars man it, it just it, it takes it takes a lot to do this doesn't it it's it a does. lot more than people ever imagine it does hours time oh, effort yeah. it doesn't end lost sleep yeah especially you like, name it yeah like a bad night i mean I, I wonder just one bad night would cause me to like be like what the hell I, you know yeah, like it you, does yeah there's a, there's it's a roller coaster ride a lot of depression that goes with it and you know but you just gotta get up and do it again how do you guys feel about apps since the pandemic as far as people in general are i mean if we if we do you feel like just things have changed since the pandemic as far as just just dealing with the public, dealing with people on a, on, on that level. Anymore. I think it's I think it's fifty fifty. Some some completely went backwards, and the other ones are more accepting and more uh, giving and more. Uh, they're just, you know, 
seemed like they uh, maybe even got better. As, oh, really? You noticed that too? But, it, but it's 50 50. It's gone both ways I mean, then. It, some of them digress, you know, they're yeah. Yeah, yeah, completely yeah. backwards on it, don't tip, don't, you know. You know, don't understand that every all the prices of everything have went up. Like <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I have one dude that was bitching about a, a three dollar beer, and I tried to explain to him that you know when I I started drinking in bars legally in the early nineties, I was paying two and a quarter for a beer. Right. It's not so three dollars at the, that that far along is not that big of a deal. No, it's not but, at all. Well, if you're drinking in a bar. You're going to pay at least three dollars for your beer. Sure, at least, and that's that's the and I, and then at the time I still had like Bush Light that was like two and a quarter or Paps, so, it, but he didn't want that. Paps is good beer. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem with Paps. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, I, I was I was curious about that too because I I know it's just me going out to restaurants right now and going out to bars right now and stuff. I'm not saying here she seems like she's doing a great job, yeah. but I can go. You can go into a bar right now. And we'll go to a restaurant or a bar, my, me and my girlfriend, and sit there. And it could be ten to fifteen minutes before someone will serve you. Yeah, it could be ten before they even notice you're there. It's like that has become a thing. Yeah. Like now, even like going to fast food, they might as well stop calling it fast food. Oh, it. Yeah, because you, everything you you go there, it takes every. It just seems like everything now is come to a crawl. Like yeah. everything has got to be. What about? I don't think a lot of people care. Okay, okay. So here's my thing about that. I'm talking to the bar owner right now. I don't know how many times I've been sitting in a bar and I'm like, where is the fucking bar owner? Like, I want to talk to that guy and be like, dude, what are you going to do about this chick who doesn't even like acknowledge that I've been here for 10 minutes and I'm right. leaving? To me, she's gone. Yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. Like, I'm leaving now. And the only thing you do here is sell alcohol. And you just. The only reason I'm here is to drink it, and you didn't even serve me. Like I don't, I, and I see it all the time, and it seems like they're tolerating this. Yeah, right. I mean, do you notice? Oh, I've completely this heard it. I've noticed it totally. Anywhere yeah. that I've been, it's you know there was there's been places. We were at some uh, winery out in Geneva last summer. Really, and uh, the fa- it was family owned, and it seemed like, and they were all there. All the owners are there, and it just seemed like nobody cares. Yeah. And you it, can't. It took like a half hour to get a drink the one time, and it wasn't that busy. Like I, I know what busy is like. So like, why would you own a bar if you're not if you don't care about selling drinks? Right. I, this is the part that I just don't understand. And 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 so in some aspects, that's why when I hear about bars closing, I wonder to myself sometimes. I'm like, is this just bad management catching up to these people, or is this really a problem? From customers, so I know I know it has died down. I know we we we, yeah. we were just out last night, and you can kind of tell the the crowds are not what they used to yeah. be right and, now. And then even even just some of the regular days, I used to have you know uh, quite a few people during the day retirees and stuff, and half of them died, and the other half moved away. Oh, so and yeah. Then, and then the other one complained about the three dollar beer. So. <laughs> There it is. So there, there, there All, everybody's represented. And, and I can't find anybody to work the day shift because they don't make any money. And, and in a way, I can't blame them. Yeah, right. It makes things tough. So, so what have you been doing for that? I mean, I, how, do you, how do you counter that? I just open at 7 and I come in and I get my, come in when I, there's a beer order. Oh. And just handle it. I see. And then, uh, like, I but I can remember, like, 
things were trending upward prior to all that. Like things were really good. The music was going good in here. Everything. The Indians went on that little run where they were like, yeah. they won twenty three games in a row or something. And this yeah. place was jamming every night for those tribe games. Oh, it, see. it was ridiculous. So that was what that was that, and that brought the whole place together. Yeah. Like, bro, yeah. this, this. all the neighborhood people were loving. Oh, and the wow. Cavs were sort of in the playoff mix a little bit around that time too. So, it, I mean, do you think it's just COVID in general that just scares people from I going think, out? I think it did a little bit. There's, I mean, but there's still a handful of people that are wearing masks. We like, I just, hey, know. we just saw a guy riding a bicycle in the rain with a mask on. Yeah, I don't get that. What but, the hell's going on yeah. with that guy? I'm not yeah. sure. What I mean. I understand the mask thing, and I'm not going to be down on, on anyone for, right, for right doing it, but the way it works is, like, ask any drywaller or anybody that's ever did anything where they're, they're running a saw or anything like that. That stuff still gets in there. Oh, yeah. All that's doing is, is preventing you from putting it out because whatever spittle you have is going into the mask. Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. It, yeah, you're... you're which, which does... I'm sure it helps some. Sure. But it's not full, nothing is full. Well, it's not helping anybody when you're dr- riding your bike in the rain with a mask on. You're not helping yourself. And, it, and at this and you're point, not helping the game, we're, we're further away from it. So, yeah, you know. Well, the, I think people are just scared still. I, that and I just you know, there's a part of me that thinks that people have found comfort in their houses. So yeah. I, I I think that there's a thing now that that's happened where because people spent money on fixing up their places during that time, making their places more comfortable oh, and yeah. stuff. Now it's just like, well, why should I go anywhere? I, 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 you know, I don't have to. And then when you couple in with the fear of the pandemic and all that other stuff going with it, I think it just makes it simple excuse for them to not go anywhere and yeah. spend their money. And then the other part is money too. Yeah. You know, with people's money getting tightened up like it is, with prices going the way they are, the idea of going to a bar to drink versus just buying your beer and sitting at home and drinking, I think it's lost some of its luster also. Oh, yeah. And so it's just, it, I think those things have added up to the problem. However, you can't see a live band in your house unless your your brother no. or your dad is in one and they practice in the basement. You're not going to be able to see that kind of stuff. And I just know for a fact that those live streams and the things that people are doing to try to compensate, it's just not the same thing. Yeah. So that's why a bar like this who's trying to put out live music, people got to get out here and see this stuff. They got to come out and see these bands. They don't suck. That's the other right. thing, Right. I can't believe how many bands snub Cleveland and don't come here. Oh, I know. And and how many bands there are in Cleveland that are better than the bands that are snubbing us that people just don't even go out yeah, and see. Prior prior to the pandemic, we were doing a lot of out of town people because my my buddy GS he actually is is a, a night manager here as well, and he's in Knucklehead with me. He he's been on the road before and he knows knows a lot of people. So we were getting a lot of lo- lower level talent that was, you know, on their way up. Yeah. But th- as they were passing through Cleveland, they would get a gas money gig and come play for us. Oh. And it was doing well for a minute there. And then it did a- all right, like just after the pandemic, but kind of going into the, stu- the summer, we started losing it. And it's a shame because a few of them were, the one girl was in Rolling Stone magazine a couple of years ago. Oh, like, wow. And, uh, there was like maybe 15, 20 people here. I mean, it was kind of sad, but yeah, and that's that's the and that's so it. we had to abandon that for a minute. I mean, it's still on hold. I'm, I don't want to completely get away from it because I like the idea of bringing those people in here. Hell yeah, yeah, anything. And then we did an Alex Bevan show, which was that was really good. Oh, that, he actually came that, and yeah. played here too. Yeah, we had we had a full room for that, so that was good. Yeah, he's real good. Yeah, yeah, I did. We did we did a show. We had a show not with him, but with a guy who 
interviewed like all the local bands from the 70s and 80s and yeah. he did a whole thing on Alex Bevan really really and the listening room shows are really fun too like it, it, to me it causes it makes you pay attention more yeah it seems to be a, it's a little quieter and everybody's like into what's going on versus talking with themselves you can do that during the break you know yeah it's one more intimate types yeah. of type settings and stuff like that um, you, you also mentioned that you did like you, you do some rockabilly type bands that come yeah. in here. I'm interested in them too. Like I'd like to, uh, those those are fun, man. Those yeah. are, those are some fun bands. Um, who 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 we, did you hit? Uh, Madison Crawl primarily, oh. and then he would get a lot of people from like out of town. Oh, and then um, uh, David Loy and the Ramrods is, is another one that's really good. And David David goes way back in Cleveland. He was in the Cowslingers and like all that back in the day. So he's yeah he's yeah been yeah, around yeah a minute, you know. So do you, right now when you're doing the live thing, it's basically the weekend. So you're doing Friday, Saturday. Is that what, is that, is that yeah. how you're kind yeah. of planning it I'm definitely it doing Sundays. And Sundays? Sunday afternoons I do from 3 o'clock. During football season, it'll be after the football game. Oh, so you'll do, you'll do it yeah, all the way gonna, through? I'm going to stick with All Sunday 52 music. weeks, you're yeah. just going to do Sundays. Yeah. Why is that? Why, why? I just feel like it's a good day for it. And, and the middle of the day thing, it's, you know, not people too late. getting ready for work, it's not too late. Yeah, and you could probably, during the football season, probably – keep people here with the band you know after the games are over right and then then it rolls into we do a a free jukebox night but there's a stipulation it's it's theme Uh oh whatever theme we come up with for that week you can play whatever you want within that theme that's kind of cool and um a lot of times it's service industry people and stuff like that show up on sunday night well that's cool and same thing some of the musicians when they're done with their gigs and so it's that's that's been kind of cool to have the musician hang yeah yeah for sure um, as far as that goes, like with with your jam nights too, um, you you get pretty good turnout with the musicians doing those usually. Yeah, it's it's been really good lately. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. What what when you're when you're doing the jam nights for the most part, do you usually just have the band up there, or do you actually have whole bands that'll show up here sometimes? Sometimes whole bands, and sometimes they put guys together. Uh, usually the house band will do the first hour, right. and then, then after that, it's all bets are off. Um. All right. So. As far as this bar goes, um, do you see, I mean, like, are you pretty optimistic about the future of things? I, I have this weird feeling in my gut that things are going to turn around. Yeah, because that's, yeah. That, that's I, I got a feeling it has to. Yeah. It has to turn around eventually. People yeah. just can't, I can't this is what, I, because I, I do believe that what we're seeing right now is just a temporarily symptom of everything that's happened in the last three right. years. Because it, you, you, I don't see how, in a course of a couple of years, everybody can just be a different version of themselves. We, eventually, you're yeah. going to get back to who you were. Oh yeah, and there's a lot of talented folk in Cleveland. Like these people can play. Oh my! I would God. put them up against Nashville and anywhere, to be honest with you. That's what I, I say. Uh, yeah, a lot of these acts that are snubbing us coming here, you you can see so much better talent locally and be right there right. and not pay 150 dollars for that ticket. Most of them are free. Right. The most you'll pay for a local gig is $10, and that's a damn good band who draws right. people all the time. $10 versus $150, $100, whatever. You hear about these bands coming into town. You get excited about them, and then you see the, how much the tickets cost, and right. you're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. You, know? you just you look back just into the 90s and 80s at those ticket prices. They were $12 a, a ticket, $10 to go yeah. see these bands. Aerosmith and stuff like that. Oh, you sure. Just, can't do that no more. So ten well ten dollar shows at Peabody's and stuff, and yeah. it, it'd be like uh, Hall Rogers from Bad Company <laughs> yeah. with Neil Schoen back from Journey backing him up. Hell I yeah, mean, it was, man! It was 
Great stuff. And they did like Santana set, a Hendrix set, a Journey set. They did everything. I like guess. Yeah. He was, and it, I think it was a Muddy Waters tour. You saw that? That he was doing it. Like that would have been a great. Put show. out an album of all Muddy Waters. That would have been a great show. Oh yeah, it was amazing. For ten bucks. <laughs> Only thing you had to do was put up with the sewer smell at the old Peabody's. Yeah, but that yeah, I, I but saw my first metal shows at the Peabody's yeah. when I was in the metal scene. I saw King Diamond and yeah. Megadeth. At Some of that was part of it. it yeah, like, man, you know. I loved it, man. That was a great place. I loved it there. That was a great place to see a show. All but right. that's again, you get to be. It's a much more intimate setting. You can actually see the band. You can actually go up. And, some of these guys are amazing, man. You can't even believe what you can see. And in a place like this, yeah, you can see. You're right there. Yeah, and you're, it's up close and personal with them you know you're right there yeah band's starting to show up yeah it's a good thing you don't want them showing up late <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them come in early and they hang out and stuff like that yeah it's, you gotta it's, get it's your, a good good little vibe you gotta pregame a little yeah. bit sometimes before you do your gig a little bit you know yeah, and we're we're all pretty good friends too a lot of us that's cool that's yeah. cool all right well is there anything else you got? No, that's that's about it. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Right? Everything's good. All right. I think that's it with us, man. You think anything, Pat? I appreciate you guys. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, man. No, seriously, this will be good. This will turn out fine. This will be. This is going to be. This is our. This is our really our first one of these. Okay. So, so we're, this is like the, the the icebreaker on coming out to the bars, and we've done this, but not for what we're doing here, trying to get people back right. into out here. All right, man. Well, that's it for us. Uh. Sitting here with Otis Jeffrey down here. Check out Otis's Cruise in anytime. Um, bands at three o'clock usually on Sunday. Is that what time you do yeah. them? Friday, Saturdays, jam night on Monday, open mic. Same thing on Wednesdays too. Yeah. Got a karaoke night on Tuesday and trivia night on Thursday. So every night you got a little yeah. something planned for people. Yep. Excellent. All right. I think that's it for us. We'll see you guys next week.